0: Bismillah walhamdulillah wa salatu wassalamu ala rasulillah assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh today inshallah we're continuing with al-Muheet the name of Allah al-Muheet al-Muheet is translated as the all encompassing coming from Haata, hatu yahutu hautan which means to guard, protect, watch over, or take care of something. It also means to surround, encircle, enclose, or encompass something. And then that's the, you could say, the first pattern of that verb. And then the fourth pattern would be, which means to surround, encircle, enclose, encompass something, to build a perimeter, to understand something from every angle, to fully grasp and comprehend something from every dimension. So this is the idea. And um, it does seem to be, there's an emphasis on knowledge. As an encompassing in knowledge that seems to be highlighted in a few places. Uh, like, for example, uh, the last verse of uh, Surah Al Talaq, uh, Allah Ta'ala says, And that Allah has encompassed all things in knowledge. Um, the name of Allah Ta'ala, Al Muheed, occurs eight times in the Quran. And it seems like a whole lot of them are specifically describing the hypocrites. SubhanAllah, I guess an aspect of nifaq or hypocrisy is that you don't understand that Allah Ta'ala is the one who encompasses you from every angle you feel like the pressure of oh these people are watching me so i have to conform oh now i'm in this circle of people so i have to conform every time you're in a different circle you feel like those people are watching you those people are judging you so you're always worried about them and so you always conform and that's what the hypocrite is he's two-faced whereas the person who understands that Al he is the one who is encompassing you, watching you and, and, and observing you and can control your, your affairs in every way. When you have this, then inshallah ta'ala nifaq goes away. So you find that when Allah ta'ala is describing the state of nifaq in um, uh, surah uh, Baqarah, ayah number 19, Allah finishes the ayah by saying what? وَاللَّهُمْ bil kafirin. But Allah is encompassing of these of the disbelievers. Furthermore, in Surah Ali Amran, ayah number one twenty, Allah is describing the state of the hypocrites, and finishes the ayah by saying, "What inna Allāh bima muḥīṭ? Indeed, Allah is encompassing of what they do." So again, you have these. Instances where uh, Allah is uh, describing the state of the hypocrites. Again, we have in Surah number 4, which is Surah Nisa, ayah number 108, describing the state of the hypocrites and then finishing with, وَكَانَ اللَّهُ بِمَا يَعْمَلُونَ مُحِيطًا And Allah is ever of what they do encompassing. Uh, and furthermore, when the, if you take a look at Surah Nisa, Uh, Ayat 123 to 126, you find that the dialogue, uh, the context is talking about how there are some hypocrites amongst the Muslims who think that oh my deeds don't matter, I have uh, temenni or wishful thinking uh, you know, uh, Allah is going to forgive me no matter what I do, so I don't need to be—I don't need to make any effort whatsoever. And Allah Taala likens this to Ahlul Kitab, some people from amongst the uh, the Jews and the Christians who have this idea that says that as long as I'm, you know, either Christian or Jewish, then I'm from like the uh, the chosen people, they're special people, so I'm just going to go to heaven anyway. And Allah Taala uh, denies that, and says no, you have to actually make your effort and be sincere. And then Allah says, well can Allah be? شيء محيطًا and Allah is, uh, and ever is Allah of all things encompassing. So subhanAllah, oh yeah, and one last one is Allah Ta'ala describing and addressing the hypocrites who are showing off in battle. Instead of fighting for the sake of Allah, they're fighting for the sake of glory, which is another form of hypocrisy. This is mentioned in Surah Al-Anfal, uh, which is Surah number 8, ayah number 47. And Allah Ta'ala finishes that ayah with, wallahu bima يَعْمَلُونَ مُحِيطٌ uh, And Allah is encompassing of what they do. So subhanAllah, you have all these instances in which hypocrisy is being highlighted uh, with this name of Allah, Al-Muhiq. And again, you can see the correlation that the true believer knows that it's Allah who's watching me. It's Allah Ta'ala who is encompassing me from every angle and can control my affairs in their entirety from the future and what happened in the past and everything. SubhanAllah, uh, my finances, my, my my education, my knowledge, my uh, relationships with my family. Instead of looking, the hypocrite is the one who doesn't have this concept of Allah being Al-Muhiq, and therefore he feels he's encompassed or being judged or being watched by humanity and therefore he's always adjusting himself to fit in with his peers and changing according to his environment hence he is uh, uh two-faced the, uh, the other uh, um, contexts in which this name of allah occurs is when the people of Shuraib alayhi salam told him that the only reason they don't kill him is because of his family they say you know we would kill you uh, because you're preaching this religion that we are offended by, but you know you're from a noble family, so we won't kill you. That's mentioned in Surah uh, Hud, I number uh, 91. And then in I number what, 92, um, the response is, That he said to his people, Oh, my people, uh, is my family more respected for power uh, by you than Allah? But you put him behind your backs, as in in neglect. Indeed, my Lord is encompassing of what you do. These are uh, the words of Sharaiba. Furthermore, Allah Ta'ala, when addressing the disbelievers who deny accountability, say what? Ala innahum fi miryatim liqa irabbihim, ala innahu bi shay'in muhit. Unquestionably, they are in doubt about the meeting with their Lord. Unquestionably, he is of all things encompassing. He is muhit of everything. And furthermore, addressing the genocidal bele- disbelievers, the genocidal disbelievers such as Fir'aun and Thamud and ashabul Ukhdood, uh, Allah ta'ala says what? While wow, Allah is encompassing them from behind, Allah ta'ala encompasses everything they do, all these genocidal maniacs who have done all sorts of atrocities throughout time, Allah ta'ala encompasses everything they do and they will stand before Him. And furthermore, the word muhit is also used one time to describe Judgment Day uh, when Allah ta'ala says what? But indeed, I fear for you the punishment of an all-encompassing day. So this, name, this word, muhit, is being used to describe Judgment Day itself, not the name of Allah, not, not as the name of Allah. And so, yes, um, what is a very interesting, if you, if you take a look at all this, all these different contexts, what you find is that this name, this, this, this word, muhit, is mentioned nine times. Uh, um, one time, as we mentioned, uh, talking about uh, um, Judgment Day, Five times describing and addressing the hypocrites who hide their true intent. Twice addressing the people of Shuraib who were concealing their transactions. Uh, Once for the disbelievers who think that their deeds are hidden because they do their actions, then they die and there is no judgment day. There is no uh, bringing back their deeds. Once it's all gone, it's done. It's never going to go away. And once for the tyrants who think that they can kill people uh, and their criminals and their excuse me, and their crimes will be hidden forever in these mass graves. That doesn't matter how much genocide I do; it's all just going to go away. So, Subhanallah, you hope you notice that each and every one of these contexts has something to do with that which is hidden. So, uh, Subhanallah, there's something very uh, remarkable about that, and Allah Ta'ala is saying, "No, I encompass all knowledge. You can't get away from me." This is why Asadi says that Al Muhiṭ implies Allah's encompassing in all things: of number one, Al al-ilm His knowledge; number two, Al Qudrah, His power; and number three, His Rahma, His mercy. However, given the context of all the ayat i didn't see any particular mention of rahma. um so i question whether al muhit this name of allah is really highlighting mercy or not it's it's definitely highlighting that allah encompasses everything but i think it would be uh, more reasonable to say that actually um the name of allah that describes encompassing everything with mercy is al-wasir and let me tell you why i have that hypothesis i believe i've mentioned this before when we covered the name of allah al-wasir but, uh, but if we haven't yet, then I'm not sure if we did. But anyway, that's okay. Uh, either way, I'm going to mention it now, which is what? Both of these names of Allah, oh, excuse me, both of these words, just the word itself, muheet and واسع, occur nine times. So already you see a parallel between them. They both show up nine times in the Quran. Then when you get more specific, the word muheet being used for the name of Allah is eight times. And the, the, the name of Allah, al الواسع, specifically used for the name of Allah, is also eight times. And the one exception for muheyt is about Judgment Day in a very scary context. And واسع, uh, uh also that one time, is referring to Allah's mercy in a positive context. And so the eight times that muheyt is used, it's used as a threat. And the eight times that waasir uh, is used for the name of Allah it seems to be always something positive and so the reason why these two are uh, really quite remarkable is number one because of the you know uh, numer- numerical precision and uh, consistency in this quran number one but in addition to that what i find fascinating is muhit seems to be the one who is um uh, you could say the way i like to imagine it and obviously الأعلى, but when you think of something encompasses encompassing something else you can think of it as a perimeter closing in on you. And so that's kind of like a threat. Whereas Wasir is more like a perimeter that is expanding outwards. It's, more, it just, it's a perimeter that just expands eternally. He is the expansive and wide in that sense. So both of them are expansive but one of them is focused yes I'm expansive but I'm closing in on you and the other one is I'm expansive and it just keeps going out. One of them is a threat and the other one is highlighting mercy uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. and the fact that they're correlated in terms of how many times they're mentioned in the Quran I find truly remarkable uh, both of these words mentioned nine times and then both specifically the name of Allah, eight of those nine times. Subhanallah. Something truly remarkable, something to appreciate. So what is the effect that this name of Allah al Muhit should have? What should it what type of effect should it have on the believer? Number one tawheed. Only Allah's plan covers every detail, only His plan will carry out, will be carried out exactly, everyone will plan and sometimes you'll, you'll achieve your plans and other times you won't but ultimately Allah Ta'ala is the one who's in control. Every morning we all wake up, we all have a plan, sometimes we achieve certain things, sometimes we don't but Allah Ta'ala's plan is perfect, hence He is the only one to turn to, hence Tawheed. Also love, you are part of Allah's plan, He is Al-Muhiq, He is the all-encompassing, and you're part of that plan he encompasses everything and you're part of it he is uh, your creator you are his creation so guidance came to you and Alhamdulillah, you should be grateful and you should have this love for Allah Ta'ala. He is Al-Muhit. And furthermore, you should have also fear, because not a single sin goes unnoticed by Al-Muhit. He encompasses everything as Allah says. Allah mentions, and He has encompassed whatever is with them and has enumerated all things in number. So whatever you do, whatever you say, think, etc., Allah is encompassing everything and He's enumerating, and obviously all your deeds are being recorded. Now, we should remember that fear of Allah Taala is going to save you, InshaAllah Taala. It is from the what? Al uh, Munjiyat. Munjiyat means things that save you, the savers, if you will. The Prophet said, "What al Munjiyat?" Regarding these savers, uh, these things that can save you, these savers, he mentioned three, three of them: Al Adlu fi'l Wa wal Rida wal Qastu fi'l Fakri wal Ghina wal Khusha wa Taala fi'l wal the Prophet ﷺ says that the three things that are going to save you are justice, when you're both angry and happy, moderation, whether you're in poverty or in wealth, and fear of Allah, ta'ala, uh, both in private and in public. So, if you can have these three things, justice, moderation, and fearing, in all contexts, whether your uh, context changes from one way or the other, as long as you can maintain these three things, these are the things that will save you, inshallah. Ta'ala. Furthermore, the Prophet ﷺ would make this dua when finishing a gathering. He'd say, Allahummaqsim. Uh, o oh Allah, a portion for us, fear of you that will come between us and disobedience of you. And furthermore, the Prophet would make the du'a O oh Allah, I ask you for fear of you in secret and in public. And of course, we need to trust and the other effect that knowing that Allah is al muhit we have trust in Allah's plan because Allah ta'ala's plan encompasses everything. And in fact, Allah says, Allah says, and if you are patient and fear Allah, their plot will not harm you at all. Indeed, Allah is encompassing of what they do. And the final point, inshallah ta'ala, is be balanced, right? If Allah ta'ala encompasses everything, that means we should have. A desire to be balanced, not just a hyper focus on one thing and not something else. Allah Ta'ala encompasses everything. So, we as believers, we need to also make sure we give everything its due right and we are you know a little bit more broad in our scope we cover our bases as fully as possible as the Prophet confirmed the words when he said when it was mentioned to him he confirmed this statement Uh, your Lord has rights over you your soul has rights over you your family has rights over you so you should give the rights of all those who have rights on you in other words you want to make sure you do right by everybody in their correct portion. May Allah Ta'ala make us a people who understand the names of Allah, appreciate them, convey them, and make dua to Allah Ta'ala through these names. May Allah make us, give us understanding that Allah Ta'ala is al muhit and ultimately not make us amongst the hypocrites. Amin ya Rabbil Alameen. Jazakul khair. Wassalamu alaikum wa barakatuh.